Hello and welcome to another episode of the Psychology of Womanhood. I am your host, Shannon Battle, and this is a place where we embark on a transformative journey through the intricate landscape of our feminine experiences. We captivate the realms of self-discovery and the facets that define the essence of womanhood. I am so glad that you all have tuned in and thank you for those who continue to support this podcast. When I thought about the reasons for doing the podcast, other than the fact that I do like to talk on microphones and stages, I also know that I have a greater impact to reach women and this is a way for me to do it outside of just one-on-one conversations. And so as we were getting towards the end of the year and getting ready for the holidays and as we know Christmas is approaching we often think about okay what do we need to do to end this year and end it strong so that we can prepare for the upcoming year why we have to use January 1st to make that determination uh we'll figure it out one day but I guess that because it's the start of a new year then we use that in turn of supporting the start of a new cycle for whatever adjustments and changes we need to make in our lives. But typically your new year or your new start, your new adjustment, it can happen at any time. Heck, today can be your new year if you want it to be. And it just is a matter of you coming to terms with yourself to say, I'm ready to start moving. I'm ready to start having movement I'm ready to see change and I think once you get to the end of yourself and when we say those things what does that mean to get to the end of myself it means that I'm tired of being in control I'm tired of not living to my fullest potential of my higher self and I really want to see what life in uh, the path of my destiny truly looks like as women and my focus often is working with women in leadership and the reason why I am so strong with focusing on that demographic is because it is a lonely place when you're a woman in leadership if you're just appointed and you don't have a passion for it it's going to miss so many other deserving elements for example if anybody has been following and watching what's going on with the comments being made by Deion Sanders, they're seeing that there are opposing judgments and opinions about his decision of leaving leaving the HBCU, I think it was Jackson State University, and then going to Colorado. And a lot of people were discouraged in the black community because they felt like he was the leader that was going to really be in position to help change the landscape of the notoriety, the recognition that many kids don't receive when they attend HBCUs. And he was able to be given, he was given an opportunity to coach. And with that opportunity, he wasn't given an opportunity at other schools he tried. So they said, yeah, let's go ahead and do this. Did it. And he had great success. I think they won the championship. And then he had a better financial offer to go to a PWI, a predominantly white institution. And he took it, took some of the players, took his son, and people were just very upset behind that because they felt like he left 
those students stranded, students who had an opportunity to experience higher levels of success because of his influence and ability to connect them to resources they wouldn't have access to typically. And so I I understand that. I understand his standpoint, you know, when he says, you know, he's responsible for making his own decisions. But I also understand as a woman in leadership, sometimes we're faced with the same scrutiny when we make decisions to leave one position and go to another because it presents other financial opportunities. It aligns with our financial goals, with what we're trying to do and accomplish later on in our life. But yet it still leaves behind other people that we typically won't have access to mentor, people we won't have access to impact, people who look up to us to be able to perform uh, more efficiently in their job. And for some people, we would say, that's not my responsibility. You know, we're all adults. Adults need to be responsible for themselves. But there are certain women that are in positions and they're in positions not just because of the financial pay because really as a woman we know how to make money hands down we know how to sell some stuff we know how to pull things together we know how to make sure that we're not suffering our family is not suffering so there has to be a lot of passion and meaning for many women in what we do because we can make the money I had a business consultant I worked with and she told me the high six figures that she was making uh, for a company that had bought out her company. And she said she could not wait for that contract to end. She said she kept looking at the number, what she was making, what she was bringing in. She said, but it was not worth her mental sanity. She said it was just overloaded. It was the wrong time. And that's not what gave her fulfillment. What she does have fulfillment now is reaching back, leaning back in to other developing businesses and helping them to become successful at achieving their goals. And so when you're looking at women who are in a leadership position, be careful on how you pay attention and align yourself and your values with the women that you're following, because a lot of these women are just in it for self-gratification and they're not in it to see the overall bigger picture of how they influence other women coming behind them. If you look at how a woman runs her home, if you're able to see that, that can also be a key indicator of if you would want to follow a woman like that. When you look at women who are resilient, women who keep fighting and striving even when they want to give up and they have every reason to give up, but yet they know that they are willing to take on the sacrifices for other people that they're blazing a trail for so they don't have to do it. It's not often that we're finding women like that. And if we are, they're far, they're far and few in between. I guess with life, life is very demanding, it's very challenging, and it's exhausting. We have a lot of disappointments, we have a lot of mental trauma, we have a lot of obstacles that have just overwhelmed us as women, which has led me to want to talk about, and I know you're like, God, finally get to the topic of what we're talking about today. Um, so it has led me to talk about breaking the cycle of impulsive impulsivity and being able to make the right decision a lot of times we make decisions when it's the wrong time how do we know it's the wrong time you're too tired you are mentally exhausted and tapped out you are in a desperate situation desperate situation you 
are just so unsure about yourself and you're in a position of insecurity. So what do you do? You want to start defending yourself, protecting yourself. And the only way to do that is to do what you know to do, even if it hasn't given you the best results because you know you just can't sit and do anything. And then oftentimes too, when we're women women in leadership, it's very lonely. It's lonely, lonely, lonely at the top. I admire especially women who are in the church and they have leadership roles because you look at them and it's like, oh gosh, they're very poised. They look well-dressed on the outside, but then you're wondering, dang, who do they actually have to go to when they actually have life issues? And so that's what we see with a lot of them where they're, they're really distant and disconnected from other women because they've allowed themselves to believe that you can't trust others. We find that for women in business who have managed their own businesses and haven't let other people take ownership to be able to lead their companies because their hands are so tied into every aspect of the business and they don't know how to let it go. So when other people try to come in to do something greater, then they're pushed away and that woman again is left alone. Why? Because that's the decision that she's made. And so it's not always easily apparent that that's what we do but we do things because of experiences that we've had in our past so if you're gonna end this year strong remember that there are uh, consequences to the decisions that you make so for example if it's financial you know if you make the wrong cost the wrong investment you buy the building too soon you invest in real estate that you weren't sure of or had a lot of information about, we know that that can make you go in debt, it can bankrupt you and just make you financially unstable. And if you are trying to grow a business, you just can't make any type of financial decisions. So there are some suggestions that I have with that. Also emotionally, if you are not taking care of yourself and really being decisive and sitting in the situation, emotionally it can cause you stress, anxiety, and a whole lot of regret. Professionally, we already know what that looks like. You can lose your job, you can miss an opportunity. How many times have we folded up on opportunities because we felt like we weren't ready and the only reason why we thought we weren't ready is because we experienced imposter syndrome talked ourselves out of it and we just missed it and then there are decisions that we make too that can also uh, damage our reputation it's it's quite ironic how people are not as forgiving as God is and so even when you put your best foot forward after you've gone through a significant uh, downturn based on some decisions that you've made you really never come back up to the place that you once were it takes a lifetime to build that level of regard and respect and influence and then here it is you make a decision or something comes back from your past then you have to answer for those uh, choices that you've made and a lot of what I'm talking about now when I'm working with my uh, women in counseling we do something called reverse engineering and really this is not anything that I came up with I actually got it from the Bible <laughs> because in, in when you read the Bible 
God already knew what he was creating. He saw the end before the beginning. And then so once he saw it, then he was just able to speak it from there and let everything play out in sequence. So that's what we need to do. We need to see the end before the current position. And if you're in a situation like when I have couples that come in and they're thinking about ending the relationship and terminating the marriage, we look at, okay, what did you see? What was the vision when you first came into the relationship? Where did you see yourselves going? And then we start now going from when the problems started or when they think they started and the steps they were taking to get to the vision. And so oftentimes, once we start mapping that out, then we can see that the path to the vision had been mishandled and sidestepped. And we already know that if you go one degree off this day and you go another degree off that day, that those degrees will get you off the path or the direction that you once saw yourself. So I want to give five tips that help you to avoid severe consequences because it's important to see where you're at so you can end the year strong. And not only just end the year strong, you can have a better beginning for life going forward. So you want to be able to one, gather information, take time to research and gather all relevant information before making a decision, and consider the potential outcomes and implications of each choice that you're making. So you have to be able to write it down, get it out your head, because your head will often be led by your emotions, and emotions can make anything look pretty. You remember on this movie, Shallow Howl, and he had this vision of the woman that he was with, and she was like a a prima donna, beautiful Cinderella-looking woman. And then once he came to his actual vision, she looked nothing like that. And so that's what happens often. And I love the depiction in that movie because it illustrates what we do sometimes when we're trying to dress something up to make us feel good. We want to feel good about a decision that we made, even if it was the worst decision that we could have made. And so we dress it up, we justify it, and we don't consider all of the information. The next thing that you can do is seek advice. You want to consult with people you trust, your friends, family, professionals. And if you're a professional in a position, you definitely want to talk to another professional. You want to talk to someone maybe outside of your organization, someone who that will, you know, will help guide you and give you the appropriate um, outlook of opportunities to consider before making a decision. Third, you want to consider long-term effects. So you want to look beyond the immediate gratification. Okay, I've I've done this, right? I've smoked this weed and it felt good because I was really stressed. I had anxiety. That's what that girl Shakira thought. I think that was her name, Shakira Richardson, who ran track. And she was like, oh God, my mom died or somebody had died. And, you know, she was just trying to cope and she used the marijuana weed to help her cope. And then guess what? When it was time for her to do the Olympics or some major, um, some major, uh, uh, competition that she had in track, they tested her and discluded her. She was discluded from the race and she is the best, you know? So she is like, wait a minute, I just made this one decision. It's not like, you know, I'm always doing this. I had all these things going on and trust. Yes, it was justifiable, but guess what? In your position, you can't do that. What did the rules say? And so even though she tried to fight it, you can't go against the rules. The rules are in place for a reason. And so she thought that, you know, maybe she could win against that, but you can't win against the rules. All you have to do now is just know to follow them and do better when you make certain types of decisions. 
Another thing we can do is reflect on our values and priorities. Assess how the decision aligns with your core values and your long-term goals. And if you don't have long-term goals, don't make the decision. You need to make the goal first. You need to know where you're going in life, where you're headed, where you see yourself, apart from whatever it is that you're feeling, the loneliness, the insecurity, the sadness, the whatever it is, the anger that you've been holding on to for all this time. Once that goes away, and if we were able to eliminate that, where are you going in your life? Did you ever see anything greater than just where you are right now? Is there anything that could possibly get better in your life? I mean, what would happen if those problems were eliminated, you had what you wanted, and you were living your God-purposed life? Would you make the decision that could impose on you being able to come into full alignment with that goal? The last thing, practice patience. And practice and patience is a struggle. Oh my God. Let me tell you, so I do uh, counseling and I'm a Christian counselor. So when we look at the spiritual aspect uh, in counseling, even for myself, I was writing in my journal and I had said, God, I have faith. Help me to have the strength of in my faith to have patience waiting on you. Because it's not that I know, I don't, I doubt God's going to do it. He's not going to work it out. It's the waiting that I have to do in just sitting back for him to do that. I'm like, how do I do this? Because it, it, it gets tough. You know, when I'm having an immediate situation, I want an immediate resolution. So when you're telling me to practice patience, what happens when you've been patient for three years? five years, seven years. And you're like, okay, this is something I know is beyond my control. I'm doing everything I know to do. What am I to do now? Well, you're supposed to just be a good steward, learn more skills, build your character, and you just wait for the timing to happen. What I have learned that is when things happen in its perfect timing without you pushing it or pressuring it to to speed itself up, it lasts longer. Think about people that you know who jumped into decisions because it looked good, felt good, and they were immediately gratified with the outcomes and the results that they were getting only for it to end in a way that set that person back like 20 years in in a lifetime, right? So you can do that. That can happen and it happens to the best of us. So just make sure that you give yourself time to think and reflect and take a step back. Consider all things and the potential consequences before you commit to anything. So next steps that you do to repair damaging consequences, you better pray about it. (laughs) You just better pray about it because everything has a consequence everything you know to every action there is a reaction we can't change the laws of science and if we do something it's gonna you know there's something that's gonna result from that do nothing there's gonna be a result from that so (laughs) you can you can sit still and not do anything but life is still gonna keep going and you got to figure out how you're gonna roll with it so just try to talk with someone if it's financial create a budget you know talk to get some financial counseling do some debt repayment look at your credit report stop being afraid of things in writing it looks good in your head until you're paying them bills and then you don't have enough to pay your car note and then car note get behind and now you got another debt because they picked it up and then you got to pay the tow truck company and then pay the storage fees and then pay the restoration fees if your car was taken back by the finance company and then now you've tacked on all that debt just to not be able to pay the bills that you got coming up the following month so you see how the cycle of damage continues to impact that one decision 
of not paying attention to your responsibilities. So get you a mental mindset reset. And all you do with that is you just begin to start assessing yourself and you take control of your life. You take control over the factors that are right there in front of you that you need to do something about. You know you need to do something about the way you eat. You know you need to do something about your 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 lifestyle, how you live, how you manage your your time with yourself because everything begins with you. So regardless of what's going on around you, remember you are that common denominator. You control how those things influence you. And then once you begin to really become self-aware, then you're going to be able to operate at a different level of 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 awareness because you will now know what you are allowing to come into your life and then you'll be fully conscious about how you show it an exit (laughs) if it doesn't need to stay in your life so those are the things that I would just suggest for you and if you're having difficulty making these decisions and improving your overall mindset please reach out to my website www.shannonbattle.com and continue to listen to the podcast they're here to help and the guidance of what I give is what I would do for myself things that I have learned along the way not just my professional expertise because we can teach a lot of things but when life starts lifing like Taraji said the math ain't mathing (laughs) then you know it takes a whole different focus and we're not in this alone we are in this together so until we uh chat it up again you guys have a blessed end of the year because this year it needs to be better than in better than what any other year has So even if you've gone through devastating loss, even if you're still suffering with grief, now is the time to start putting some some time limits on your suffering. You're not intended to suffer for a long period of time. You can go through your stage of mourning now. Yeah, we're gonna mourn and we're gonna go through something, but now you need to rise up, get your courage back, get your strength back, and keep going forward your life depends on it and people who are looking up to you need to see somebody who's resilient they need to have the hope and encouragement of knowing that there are people who can do it so they can start believing it for themselves and when you're positioning yourself for success everything connected to you is also successful you guys that's my time you have a great rest of the day and i hope you're safe if you're driving pay attention to the road and uh, let's continue to follow up with one another inspire each other uplift and spark meaningful conversations until next time